What's up, happy lifers? Thanks for joining us. Glad you're here today. No, this is not a new introduction. It's just an introduction for today because I want to talk to us again about fads. Fads. How many of us have them? Fads. Ones we can't depend on. Let's stop. Fads. Some might think that I'm talking about fads again this week just so I could use that song by Houdini. <laughs> and some might be right. <laughs> Seriously, after I posted the podcast last week and I decided to post it on social media, all of a sudden that song came to me. Just think about fads and how I was going to post it, what words I was going to use, and that song came on. Of course, you know, Houdini's original song is Friends. How many of us have them? How many of us have them? Friends, once you can depend once on. Can depend but on. I changed it to fads. That's kind of how my how my brain works. And I thought I remember thinking, oh man, I wish I would have thought of that sooner. I could have put it in the podcast. <laughs> That's not why I'm doing another podcast on fads. But I did take advantage of the thought that I actually could. Because I, I want to do, I want to go further into this. I know a lot of times I, I do, it, it, it appears to me that I do a lot of part twos to podcasts, but I think that's because I do podcasts based upon what I am going through at the time. My dad was actually a minister and to be a pastor at a church means that you have to speak in front of your congregation, your flock, your church. Uh, whatever you want to term it, you'll have to teach them several times a week. There are several times a week you'll have to come up with a lesson, a Bible study, a sermon. And I remember asking my dad once, Dad, how do you how do you come up with all that stuff every week after week after week? How do you know what to to talk about? And I remember his look was kind of confused, like, well, I don't know. No one's ever asked me that before. But I guess I just talk about what I'm going through. I feel like I'm their leader, and so if I'm going through it now, they're probably going to go through it soon. So honestly, I just talk about what I'm going through, and my dad was a master at that. He didn't take all this time and write all these big, fancy sermons or whatever. I mean, for the most part, my dad would just – I remember my dad. I loved – my dad would have been a great podcaster. He would stand up there on church on Sundays, and the times that I wasn't asleep on the pew or sliding up and down the pews – um, the pews were these big wooden benches and they could get really slick then. So if you put your feet on the side of the one bench, it always had these big side parts on it. And you put your feet against that, you could slide all the way other end of the bench. Not that I would know that as a fact. I just read some books on it. 
I got in trouble for doing that more than once. But the times I wasn't pushing myself down the pew or or sleeping in a pew or underneath a pew, looking at all the people took their old bubble gum and stuck them underneath their seats of the pew, and I could see the bubblegum constellations. Like, hey, there's the Big Dipper. <laughs> but there were times that I actually did listen to my dad or I did watch my dad because there were so many times that I was in the church. I swear I was like born one minute and the next minute I was in church. I learned to teeth on, on the pews. Um, anyway, I do remember my dad just standing there and he would hold a Bible in his hand. And, uh, this is before the whole electronic Bibles were out. And it was just to a scripture that, that meant something to him that week. And he would just sit there and he would talk to the people and just tell them what he went through and how he got through it, which I think people are looking for today. I think people are looking for leaders that are just going to say, here's where I struggle, but here's how I got through it. I made it through this week. You can make it through this week. I don't think they need a big fancy speech. I, I know there's some people out there that get used to that and that's what they want. But I think what people really need is just someone to tell them I'm struggling, a leader to tell them I'm struggling, but here's how I got through it. Here's the truth that I held on to. Here's the Bible verse, or here's the promise, or here's the, the thought that I held on to this week to get me through and I thought it might help you. That's how my dad did it. And that's kind of how we do our podcast. And so there's an awful lot of part twos because Honestly, I'm learning a lot from the podcast when they come to me. I say things in the podcast that I weren't wasn't planning on saying and it just comes to me as I'm I'm talking out loud. I don't do a lot of notes for a podcast. I usually just like my dad, I just instead of uh, holding a Bible in my hand, I just have a, a computer screen in front of me where that has my recording software on there and I just talk into the screen, but right now as I'm talking on the screen, I'm looking at the little picture that somebody drew me has all these different smiley faces on it that represent different people in my life. And I look at that and I think of you guys. I just sit there and I just talk about the truth that has been revealed to me and and how it got me through the week. And so that's why there's an awful lot of part twos to our podcast because the podcast that I share with you just gets me going in deeper. I start thinking about it all week and the next week. And and this one, I think, is just, it, it's the same way. This one is big. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I'd really recommend going back and listening to it because I think it's so relevant to what we're going through today. At least in America, I don't know if it's that way in the rest of the world. I imagine it probably is, but you know, America. One thing about America, we're a consumer-based society, and consumerism is all based upon performance. And so, we might lean a little bit more to this side of things than other people do. But fads, man, they're just what we talked about last week. I, I we got to go deeper into this thing because it's almost become a poison in our society. If we're not careful, we're going to lose the ability to think. You can't really know what you believe until you talk with someone you disagree with. Because if no one pushes back on, on your thoughts, on your views, on your opinions, how can you really test those things, those thoughts? It's almost like, you know, if someone disagrees with me, then I have to unfriend them. That's kind of what the whole fads concept's all about. That's what a fad is. It's we judge a book by its cover when we should be judging a book by its content. But when we are in a performance-based society, consumer-based society, then it's not what is said, it's who says it. And I think that that's a poison. I think it's affecting us in a negative way, and we've got to see beyond that. We've got to start judging the content and not the cover. 
man, there might be people out there that, that you don't even like or that you don't agree with on other areas. Maybe they have different, the opposite viewpoints of you, but truth is truth. And I don't care if the truth comes from Republican or Democrat. Truth is truth. In fact, Jesus even said in the Bible, I am the truth. And the Bible also says that the truth will set you free. But how can we find out what the truth is if we go according to fads? If I base my life on a fad, then I'm basing my life on something that will not last. Think about that. Fads come and go. Hashtag waterbed. (laughs) Hashtag fidget spinner. Hashtag lava lamp. Like, what am I going to do with this lava lamp now? (laughs) Fads come and go. You know, but if I base my life on a fad, then I'm basing my life on something that that's not going to last, something that isn't eternal. God, on the other hand, shows up on earth, says, I am the truth. That's something that you can take to the bank, right? We talked last week about fad stands for flashy, absent, delusional, fad, F-A-D. Flashy means to be lacking in substance. It's momentarily dazzling. It's superficially attractive or impressive. On the surface, it looks great, but you dig deeper, there's nothing there. It's lacking in substance. It's absent, which also means lacking. Absent in verb form means to keep oneself away, to not be present, to not be in the moment. When I was having lunch for today, the cup that I got from the sub place I was at had one great big huge word. It was a red cup and there's a great big huge white word on it, two letters, B-E. It just said B. And then the sub line underneath it was a sub above par or a sub above the rest because it was a sub shop, right? But I thought that cup B, that's what I'm talking about. But when we live our lives and we base our lives on fads, then we're never present. We can't be in the moment because we're in a fad. We are basing our life on something that is lacking, something that keeps me absent, that keeps myself away, away from what? Away from people, away from the moment, away from the present. And a fad is delusional, which is a false fixed belief that I'm not going to change. It doesn't matter what information I now have put in front of me. I'm just not going to change because it's delusional. Obviously, that acronym Flashy, absent, delusional. I came up with that, right? But that's what I think a fad is. I have another acronym that I want to come up with today. Honestly, it was when I was playing a stupid game on my phone. I was concerned about something. I was thinking about something that I was concerned about that I was honestly being a little fearful over. And I go to word cookies and all of a sudden, one of the words, the first words that pops up is afraid. And I was like, oh, isn't that interesting? I, I, it wasn't until that moment I realized I was thinking about something I was worried about. I was afraid. And then immediately the thought of the last week's podcast, the word fad came up. And it dawned on me, fear is a fad. It's a fad. Think about it. Fads show up and they make an awful lot of noise. They're like, buy this, buy it now, impulsive. This is, get it before it's gone. Get it while it lasts. Fads are, they like grab your shirt, you know, grab you by the shirt and, and, and say, pay attention to me. You need to buy me. You need to have this right now. It's, it's very flashy. It's, it's very attractive. It's, it's very impulsive. It's very now. You got to do this now. Don't wait till tomorrow. It has to happen now. That's what fear does. Fear shows up in our life and it says, now, you need to be worried about this now, like a fad that comes 
super fast fads, what makes something go viral like we said last week? I have no idea. But when something goes viral, it happens fast. That's what happens with fear. Fear can go viral fast. And it's the first letter of the acronym for this week for fad. Fear is F, A is anger, and D is drama. Anger is another fad. Anger comes and goes. It can come that fast. When anger comes in, it comes in as fast as fear. And what, what both of these try to do, what the F and the A try to do a fad, they try to drive you to the D. Fear wants to get your attention, wants to grab you by the shirt collar and say, listen to me and do what I say, buy what I tell you to buy, jump into this thing right now. It tries to create drama. So does anger. Fear happens to all of us. Anger happens to all of us. We all have these thoughts fly by our head that we can grab a hold of. And if we focus on it too much, it will drive us to the drama. Once it drives us to the drama, that's when it turns into a fad. That's when it goes viral in our lives. Like that song in the beginning said, Houdini, friends. How many of us have them? When we change the song to fads, how many of us have them? Well, they're all around us. (laughs) And people, like I said last week, people pay a lot of money to try to turn the marketplace towards their product, to try to manipulate us or get us to, to, to make this thing a fad so that that other person can make a lot of money. They spend a lot of money so they can kind of turn our opinions to see, I've got to have that. I've got to have it right now. That's kind of what marketing does, right? It's not patient. It's like, you need to jump on this right now. But the next line of that song that Houdini said was, friends, ones we can rely on. But I changed that in this song to actually say, fads, ones we can't depend on. Unlike friends that we can depend on, fads we can't depend on. If I'm depending upon a fad, I'm depending on something that's going to be gone tomorrow. I'm depending on something that doesn't have a solid base because it's a fad. It comes and goes and it goes as fast as it comes. Next thing you know, I've got a waterbed that I don't want to sleep in anymore. Next thing you know, I got the lava lamps in every room. I'm tripping over fidget spinners over my bell-bottom jeans. I mean, (laughs) fads are fun, but they're not something that we can depend on. Because like I said, if we depend on fads, we're depending upon something that's not going to be around. Who knows when it's going to be gone? It's not something that's permanent. But truth, on the other hand, is permanent. And if we're not careful, we're buying into the truth of something because it's a fad, because it's popular for the moment. That person is popular for the moment, but will that person's words be true five years from now, five months from now? Truth is truth, and it shouldn't matter who says it? If they said it's truth, I don't have to take that person's personality or that person's belief system with me. But if they said one sentence out of a whole book full of information, but that one sentence has truth to it, I'm going to hold on to the truth. That doesn't mean I have to accept that person's lifestyle or accept all of their beliefs. It means they said something that made sense. That was truth. I'm going to hold on to that truth. And that to me is healthy. You know, Houdini, I don't know where that group got it. It's three people. Um, I don't know where they got their name from, but I imagine they got the, the name from Harry Houdini. And he was this very famous magician. In fact, he was one of the highest paid entertainers of his day. At one point, he was getting paid 
in, in what would be in today's currency, about $10,000 a week. <laughs> he was getting paid to do his magic. And when I think of magic, you know, I think of magicians, I think of a couple things. Number one, magicians, like, they make things disappear. I mean, Houdini once made an elephant disappear in his act. On stage, he made an elephant disappear. In fact, Houdini used to say on his posters that he was the master of dematerialization. That's how he did his magic through dematerialization, which according to the dictionary means to disappear without a trace, to vanish. That's what magicians do. They make things disappear. In fact, you know, when the dictionary says how to use dematerialize in a sentence, it had Houdini's name in that sentence. Houdini was the main subject of that sentence. He was known for making things disappear. And truth is, if we leave fear alone, if we look at it logically, if fear does not drive us to drama, if we don't give way to fear, if we don't give way to the fad that says, you got to listen to this now, you got to believe this right now, it's probably going to disappear. I mean, think about how many things in your life that you've been afraid of. Maybe you struggle with, with dying. Maybe you struggle with sickness, but you're still here. How many years have, you know, I, I used to worry about when I, when I watched my dad pass away, man, that beat me up for a long time. And sometimes it still tries to stick its head up. Fear still tries to grab my attention and say, pay attention to this. One day it's going to happen to you, but you know what? I'm still here. And all that time that I would spend fearing for my life, it never happened. Now it's going to happen, but me fearing about it now isn't going to help it. If it happens a day from now or 10 years from now or 100 years from now, me fearing and living in that moment now, it's as though it, it were happening to me right now when it is not. If I don't allow that fear that's trying to be a fad, it's trying to go viral in my mind right now, it's trying to get me, once I begin to embrace that fearful thought, guess what? It brings another one of its friends. Guess what? Those two friends will bring it. And pretty soon, fear is having a party with anxiety, depression, discouragement. All these buddies are in my head having a party, and it's creating drama. It's turning into a fad. It is going viral in my brain. But if I listen logically, if I call up a friend one that I can depend on, like Houdini says. If I will call my friends, they will help it not to go to drama. They will talk me off the ledge. I got an incredible wife, best friend, babe, and she talks me off the ledge all the time. She stops a fear from going to drama. Once a fear goes to drama, it goes viral in my mind. Anger's the same way. Anger happens. People do things. There's a lot of reasons to be angry today. Fads. How many of us have them, right? We all have things that we're, we struggle with. We get anger about war. We get anger about how this person views this or how that person views this. Or when I mean, there's so many opportunities to get anger. But if I don't let that anger drive to drama, it's probably going to disappear in my life like a magician. It's going to dematerialize. Of all the things that I've been afraid of, if I don't act on it, it still hasn't happened. Now, there's an actual quote that you might even say, yeah, but what about that which I feared has come upon me? That actually came from a guy by the name of Job from thousands of years ago. There's a whole book about him in the Bible talking about Job, who was the richest man in the, in the world and then basically lost everything. And he said, that which I feared has come upon me. So which is it, Steve? Is fear going to become a fad or is it going to dematerialize? 
I think there's truth to that statement. That which I feared has come upon me. If I keep living in that fear, if I let that fear turn into a fad and I live over and over and all those thoughts keep going through my head over and over again, pretty soon it will affect how I live and that thing that I fear oftentimes will come upon me. That anger, it's not going away. If I let it go to drama, it's going to invite all of its friends. And anger can turn into this massive monster in my life. So what I'm trying to say is fear and anger, in my opinion, are both fads. They're fads. I don't have to give into them. Don't give into them. They're bullies. They love to show up and, and put their finger in your face and say, you better listen to me right now. You see what that person said? You, you, you see what that person thinks? They don't think like you think, and they want to drive you to drama. And once they drive you to drama, that thing that you feared, that thing that you angered, just might come upon you. But if you let it go, if you don't allow it to drive to drama, we all struggle with fear, like I said. We all struggle with anger, like I said. But if we don't allow it to drive us to drama, it's probably going to dissipate. It's probably going to dematerialize. Don't fall for something just because someone who said it is popular right now at this moment. Truth is truth. And we need to judge a book by its content, not by its cover. We want to become thinkers based upon what is true, not on what is flashy. We don't want to be absent we don't want to be delusional. We don't want the opportunity of fear when we're afraid or when there's anger there. We don't want that to drive to drama because we want to build our life on something that sticks around that is permanent. And if you base your life upon a fad, it's going to go as fast as it came and you're going to be stuck with a lava lamp that you're not going to know what to, to, to do with. Thank you so much for listening. Make just one someone happy. I hope that helped. And you will be happy too. Look for the truth. Be defenders of the truth. Be discoverers of the truth. And don't fall for the fan. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Steve if you would like more help on this topic, go to our website at happylife.lol and click on the coaching tab for more information. Mention this podcast and we'll give you half off the first month.